You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is uh, my absolute honor and joy to be able to join with you in your own home today, this Christmas Day. What a special moment in our Christian calendar. And I pray you've had a great morning. I pray you've had some presents, some good food, uh, friends, family. And again, it really is my joy to be with you this morning and uh, to share the Word of God together and to share this great moment of Christmas Day 2021. Christmas is the time where we really dive into the Nativity story, where we tell a lot of the, the moments and the aspects of the Nativity, the, the birth of Jesus, Joseph and Mary traveling to Bethlehem, no room available, a star shining above them, shepherds coming to visit, angels singing. There's uh, so much going on in the story. And as you enjoy Christmas today from your home and as you enjoy the service from your home today, I'd love to just bring a couple of quick observations on the nativity story, and I pray that these encourage you. I pray that these bless you uh, this Christmas day. The first thing I want to pull out, the first thing I observe in this nativity story is bad planning. It's bad planning. Luke 2 verse 1 to 7 says this, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room, no guest room available for them. There's no room. My wife is the planner in our family. She has lists and she has lists for lists. She's the planner. She's the organizer. She is all over Christmas. She takes care of it. She organizes it. She starts planning from early in the year. Uh, for Christmas, she makes the plan for events and birthdays. She makes the plan. Uh, she makes the plan to organize our lives, our day, uh, the things that we do. But in her process of planning, say for Christmas or a birthday or a holiday, there's always one element of the planning that she will delegate to me. And she'll say, Steve, you are in charge of this. You need to organize this. So she's like, I've got all of this done. Just this one thing is the thing I need you to organize. And my response is, baby, don't you worry. I've got this. I'm all over this. This I've got this handled. Don't you worry. I'm going to dominate that. I'm going to do this. Don't, don't you stress about that. But truth be told, most often I get distracted or I get busy or something else kind of takes my attention and I often don't get done the only thing, the one thing that I was supposed to do and I was supposed to organize for whatever we were doing. And I can't help but think that the job of organizing the accommodation was Joseph's job. And as they stroll into Bethlehem and Mary's taking care of the travel arrangements and she's made sure there's food on the journey and she's done all the work. She said, Joseph, one thing, you need to make sure we've got somewhere to stay when we get to Bethlehem. And I can't help but imagine they rock into Bethlehem and Joseph's eyes go wide as he realizes he didn't go on to Airbnb and click the book button and secure them a spot. And here's what I want to say to you, friends, this Christmas morning. 
Bad planning on Joseph's part doesn't equal no planning on God's part. Or I could say it like this for you and I. My mistakes, my mess-ups, my lack, my bad planning can't outdo God's master plan. And although there was no room, although they showed up and maybe bad planning on their part, they didn't get early enough, they didn't show up in time or whatever, although there was no room, God still had a plan. And what looked like the final option, what looked like the the last resort, what looked like the only thing left is the very place that God chose to display His majesty and to reveal Himself to the world. And in fact, it's the beauty of this manger moment. This baby laid in a manger, a feeding trough. A manger was the trough that was used to feed animals. Livestock would come and find nourishment and sustenance and they would be satisfied from this place of a manger. It's in that place of the manger that God chooses to reveal Himself and to place Himself. It's that place of physical food and physical nourishment that now lies the one who can nourish and satisfy and fulfill the deep yearnings of the human heart, the deep yearnings of of the human soul. It is in that place that we find the one who is gonna fill us. And in Him, we find or every hunger and every thirst is satisfied. He will deeply satisfy every spiritual hunger. And that is through Jesus who lay in this manger. And we thought that this was the the last resort, the last plan. But let me tell you, bad planning on their part did not equal no planning on God's part. In fact, God's master plan is still at work. And friends, you may feel like 2021, you made a bit of a mess of it. Some bad planning, some mistakes, some bad ideas, you did some stuff you maybe you shouldn't have done and you're thinking, man, I've just made a mess of stuff. But I want to maybe suggest to you today as we, as, we draw, as we share this Christmas moment that maybe it's in that place that God wants to reveal Himself and display His power and display His majesty. And what we thought was maybe the, 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 the leftovers of our life, God wants to show up in the middle of that and make that a miracle moment, a redeeming moment, a moment where His power can outwork in your life. See, bad planning doesn't, our bad planning, our mistakes don't undo God's master plan. God's got a plan for your life, friends. I want to encourage you. The second thing I observe uh, in this nativity story is a need to see. Luke 2 verse 8 to 15 says this, and, th- and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those who find, who, whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, this is the, this is the line, get this, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. Now I know this probably some kids watching this today with your families and welcome all the kids. I hope you've done well with all your presents, but I know there's some kids watching today. So kids, here is a little gift you can give to your parents this Christmas. It's a gift they want. It's a gift they need. Um, Here's something your parents really want. 
They want you to give them for Christmas. What they want is for you to stop looking over their shoulder every time they open up something on their phone. And when they say to you, it's just a text message, it's just, it's just a, you know, a, an email, that, that it's, they're, they're, being, they're telling the truth. Like, they don't need you to be looking over there. What is that? What is it? What is it? Like, every time I'm like, oh, okay, I'll open up my phone, or get a text message. It's like these little headers over my shoulder, like wanting, what is it? What is it? I'm like, get out of this. This is, this is not your business. So, so kids, if you want to give your parents a gift this Christmas, give them the gift of not looking over their shoulder Every time something pops up on their phone, it's just an email, it's just a text, it's just a video. But here's the, here's the issue, parents. You might say to your kids, hey, go away, it's just a text, it's just an, you don't need to see it, it's just, a, it's just the news. They want to see it to believe for themselves. They, they, they want to see for themselves what is going on. They don't want to just take your word for it, they want to see for themselves. And what I love about this story is that the shepherds in the field, they hear this tale from this angel about the Messiah that's been born. And it's, it's a wonderful day, good, great joy, good news of great joy to you. For all people, it's this amazing, amazing account, this amazing gospel that they're sharing with these, the, the shepherds that the Savior's been born. And then they say, look, you can find him. He's, he's wrapped in swaddling cloths and he's laying in a manger. And then a choir of angels show up and sing along with them. And this is what the shepherds say to themselves. They say, let's go and see for ourselves. It wasn't enough just to hear it. It wasn't enough just to hear this amazing message. They're like, let's go and find this out. Let's go and see for ourselves. And this is a moment, this is the moment where they go and see the Lord Jesus upon seeing where the good news of great joy became a personal revelation. It became a personal understanding, a personal encounter with the one whom the good news of great joy was all about. And I love how in the very first moment of the arrival and the birth of Jesus, we see a pattern from these shepherds that many, many people have followed and maybe you have followed the same pattern in your own life. See, this Christmas we can hear this message of of good news, of great joy. We can hear stories of the goodness and the love of God. We can hear about how God loves us and how God made us and how God's got a great plan for your life and how God wants to bless you and how God sees you and He knows you. We can hear all these stories about how God wants to take your life and transform it. We can hear it from our friends. We can hear it from our parents. We can hear it from the pastor. We can hear it from the church. But there's this moment where all of us, especially as we come to this moment in Christmas, is a moment for all of us where we have to say, I'm going to go see for myself. I'm hearing this story about a baby born in a manger. I'm hearing this story about a Savior, a Messiah coming to save me from my sin. I'm hearing this stuff, but there's a moment where we say, you know what, I'm going to go and see for myself. It's only when we go from hearing about the Lord Jesus to seeking Him for ourselves that our hearing becomes belief. And get this, John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. And I want to encourage you, friends, this Christmas, let's be a bit like the shepherds. Let's not just hear about the good news. Let's not just hear about this wonderful message of a Savior being born, but let's be a people who go and see for ourselves. I promise you, as you make that journey in your own life to seek Jesus, to look for Him, to follow Him, you will never be disappointed. He will richly satisfy 
the hunger of the human heart. The only thing that can satisfy you is Jesus. The only thing that can bring you life in all its fullness is Jesus. You were made to know Him. He wants to set you free from your sin and be like those shepherds and say, you know what, I'm not just gonna hear about this today. I'm actually going to go and seek Him. I'm gonna get to know Him and know the one who lay in that manger. I made that decision when I was 18 years old and I've never looked back. It's the thing that transformed my life. It's the power of God. And maybe friends today, you wanna take that step right now. Maybe today you're like sitting here and you're in church with your family Maybe you're watching uh, this in your lounge or in your home or in your, in your bedroom and you're thinking, you know what? I've heard this story a lot. I've heard the story of Christmas. I've heard the stories of the nativity. I've heard like the angel said that there's a Messiah born. But now today is my day where I'm gonna go on a journey to seek Him for myself, to see for myself who He is. If that's you today, I'd love to lead you in a very simple prayer as you begin this journey of getting to know Jesus. Friends, the truth is God loves you. He, God loves you so much. He sent Himself. That's what Christmas is all about. He sent His own Son, Jesus, to come to this world. He lived a sinless life, a blameless life. And then He died a sinner's death on the cross. When He did that, He took upon Himself the payment you and I would do for our sin. And He extends to every one of us today grace forgiveness for all our wrongs, a brand new life that begins right here, right now. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. You get to walk into the great plans God has for you. He does have a plan for your life, friends. And then there's this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. That's the Christmas story come to its fullness in Jesus. And I wanna invite you, if you wanna make that decision, you wanna go on a journey to seek Him, you wanna make Him the Lord of your life, I wanna invite you to pray this prayer with me. Pray it right now in your home. Say, God, today, this Christmas day, I give my life to you. I know I've sinned and messed up, but I believe Jesus, you died for me. I pray that you would come into my life, Lord. Take control, be the Lord of my life. I choose from this day to go on a journey with you. Come make my life brand new today in Jesus' name. Friend, if you pray that prayer, so proud of you. It's an amazing step and what a beautiful thing to do on Christmas Day. And we are so proud of you. And if you wanna take one more step with that, there is a little button coming up in the chat. Uh, it's called Count Me In or I Raise My Hand. You can click that. We wanna help you on your journey, send you a Bible. It's the beginning of an incredible, incredible journey. And what an amazing Christmas gift to receive salvation and eternal life. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. Only you know, friends, that uh, there's no service tomorrow, Boxing Day. Uh, we're asking you just to be with your family, to spend some time together, to maybe worship God together, pray, and maybe hang, spend some time with your neighbors and reach out to them. I uh, just want to let you know that we do have great services happening, though, all the way throughout summer uh, on Sundays online. So you can join us right here on the same platform you're watching right now online right throughout summer. We've got great series for you. Uh, otherwise, church, uh, we're so thankful that you've joined us for church today. And on behalf of myself, all our campus lead pastors, our church oversight, all our leadership team, I wanna say thank you so much for being with us today. Merry Christmas and have a safe and happy new year. God bless you, church. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.